Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. voice in the background. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Onudio Party. <laughs> How are you all guys, alright? Oh yeah. yes. Anyone oh there? yes. Earth calling the <laughs> Arsenal fans. <laughs> We're in a state of shock. We're in a state of shock. We won we've got a clean trip and we won. And more goals as well, so but... Well, so we've uh, blind means like just said on your show, Ryan, on the watch along, six we've won the last uh, six games out of the last eight. That's not mm. bad going, is it really? Yeah, not at all. <laughs> League well, winning. For a rookie manager for a rookie manager as well. I think we've uh, got a lot it's to a rookie to, team. Lot to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of, lot to look forward to. Got a lot of uh, Players to be excited about the new Maradona on the right hand side with a 10 minute cameo at the end of the match. Cedric Suarez, Blimey, tiny man, tiny man. I mean, that's a great goal. What a really good finish that was with his left foot and all his weaker foot. After all, the, and after all the criticism he's faced as well from our fans, literally, why have you signed him for four years? He ain't played a minute for us. Comes exactly. on, does more than what Benjamin did in 80 minutes. I know, I know. What well, <laughs> I, I'm thinking well, I'm going to be eating a bit of humble pie actually with regards to Suarez because uh, I saw I, I, there was there was somebody kind of uh, somebody dunking on Bellerin quite quite a bit uh, on Twitter that year you know, yesterday I think and I just sort of said look he hasn't played he hasn't played for us yet so I don't really want to go and, and check that thread if I'm honest with you because uh... <laughs> <laughs> no I'm saying. Oh, Anyway, welcome to part two of Deal or No Deal. We had um, a really good time last week. I mean, it, God, it was one of the longest shows of all time, but thoroughly enjoyable. And um, mm. we went through 20 players. 
and today we've got another 14 to go through and we'll try and go through it a little bit quicker we don't want to have another two and a half hour show i'm sure but um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah it's uh, back. obviously the rest of the squad <laughs> now just bear with me one second ryan i know you're a, a, a pro here i'm just going to drop you out for one second Say hello yep. to Rowan, and we can just when it comes to up to his time, we can we're gonna have to do a bit of jiggling around so we can each answer questions. All right, so if you yeah, no, I, can't, I can't hear you, mate. There's lots of uh, a funny noise on the line. Is there? Yeah, oh. I think it was chappers or something. <laughs> hey, man, I'm Hans Fried, man. <laughs> Back up, <off>, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with me one second. I do apologise. I've never do this before. Hello, Rowan. How are you doing? What's up, guys? Good, hey, thank you, mate. Good. Oh, oh he's gone again. Hi, Rowan. Right, see you later, mate. He's got a lot of questions on the forest. He's got a lot of questions on the forest. That was quite a cameo, Rowan, I tell you. Yeah. I was going to closing down. I oh, know exactly two Hello. twice in the last three games. Two and two twice in the last two three games. Tomorrow, Fantastic. Yeah. Now uh, do what... we do a deal for Alba for thirty million. <laughs> That's real. Well, exactly, exactly, mate. Exactly. Yeah, now listen, we've got um, we've got an unprecedented seven seven of us tonight, so we're gonna have to do a bit of jiggling. Now, I think Ryan still can hear us and see us and everything from where he is at the moment. Fantastic. Thumbs up. He's in the green so, room, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the green room. So we're going to do, when we get to get your champagne. go, we're just going to have to drop one person out each time just so we can get around everyone, okay? So a bit fiddly, but we'll get there in the end. Got a fantastic panel anyway. Uh, got all the Housewives favourites on tonight. Got Stan. Where? Really? Stan, <laughs> Tony, who's a dial square to wear virgin. Got Chappers. We've got Richard, we've got Rowan, and as you've previously seen, we've got the wonderful Ryan as well. So, we'll crack on with it. So, as I said, last week we went through 20 players. Um, this time, we are starting from box number one again, because it's, it's a new show. So, I'll go around clockwise. If we go to you first, Chappers, and if you want to choose the first... Box. Ah, right. So, how many's left? How many? How many boxes are left? We've got Is it fourteen. We've got 14. fourteen boxes today. Righto. Okay. Uh, right. Let's go for number. Let's go for Danny Sabios number eight. You had a cracking number, game, I thought today, actually. Number eight. In box number eight, we have. A very promising young player, Mr. Zek Medley. Ooh. Now, the offer for Mr. Medley is £5 million. Deal or no deal. Now, you know the score. For the new, the new players, you can actually, just for their benefit, you can actually choose one of the panel to ask their opinion. They can't tell you what to do, but they can give you their opinion on that player. Okay, so Chappers, do you want to discuss Zach Medley with anyone? 
Well, yeah, I think I do. It's it's, it's a player that I don't know a, a massive amount about. Um, I mean, I know he's had it. He's had maybe a couple of first team games for us, or been been in the first team squad. I think um, this season. I you know from what I read and from from what I sort of see on sort of clip a highlight clip things and stuff. He, he you know he looks like a, a promising prospect. Uh, but again, um, not really one that I know a massive amount about. So I am going to ask someone. Uh, I think I'm going to ask Stan, actually. Stan, what do you reckon, mate? Well, what can I tell you about Zach Medley? Um, he's male. He's got, <laughs> <laughs> he's got two legs, two arms and a head. And, he's a um, unit. He's really, a unit. really nice to his grandmother and yeah. loves that. <laughs> he can play centre-back and left-back, by the way. I don't know anything about Zach Medley whatsoever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So your phone to frame was a bit shit there, chap. It so, was um... the shitest. Stan, I, I thought better of you, man. Sorry, mate. Okay, now that's all right, man. That's all right. Uh, okay, <laughs> so yeah, Zach Medley, five million pounds. So he, you say... You say that he can play left back as well. Has he been can, yeah, yeah, well. and he's about six four, six foot four, I believe. I've he's a been unit, thinking unit. I've been thinking a lot about the left back conundrum recently, actually, and uh, with regards to like Kalasanac, should we sell him? Should we keep him? Um, I mean, I really quite like like the look of that lad uh, Jamal Lewis, who plays for for Norwich. Um, mm. You know, and I think he'd be an excellent challenger to, to Tierney, but. But you've just chucked a little bit of the spanner in the works there with Medley. Um, gosh, five million, you say? I tell you what, look, I'm just going to make a snap decision here. Um, I think we need the money, don't we, uh, to fund the party deal, obviously. And um, <laughs> so, uh, oh god, I just don't know. I just don't know. We've not got massive cover there at left back, have we? Go on, no, let's go deal. Let's go deal. Five million. Let's go deal. Hmm. Okay, interesting stuff. Deal for five million. Right. Now, your turn then, Tony. So, box number 13. I have to choose a box number. They do not relate to squad numbers or anything. 13. Okay, so. You, what did you say? Sorry, big. 13. 13, okay. Right. In box number 13, we have mm, another one of the uh, Academy prospects that has been promoted to the first team squad this season. He's actually, just a bit of background information, he was, you know, the uh, Golden Boy Awards that Guendouzi won last season? He's actually been uh, nominated for that this season without even having made a first team appearance for Arsenal. So, you know, it's a pretty special thing to, to be nominated. His name is Trey Coyle, a very pacey winger. And the offer is, is five million quid, the same as Zach Medley. Now, deal or no deal. And you can choose one of the panel to discuss that with, should you so desire. Since I know nothing about him besides he's a male and plays football, I'll go to Richard. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, 
I don't know a lot more about him than, than what Andrew's just said. Um, I know he's quite an exciting prospect, as indeed are several of our young players at this moment in time. Um, I personally would maybe be tempted to keep him, actually. I don't think five million is actually enough for a player of his potential. That's he plays why. on the plays predominant. Well, actually, he can play either wing as well, which is quite useful. Yeah. But I think yeah, I, I think he's left footed, isn't he? Yeah, previously you've yeah, played on the right, left, yeah. but yeah. You, can, you can cut the same as uh, Pepe can cut in from the right as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's my <laughs> advice, but it's up to you. How? Keep him. No deal. Uh, no deal. Okay. I think I'd have to be inclined to agree, to be honest with you. I think he is a very, very exciting young player so I think I'd be very reluctant at 5 million um, to deal on that one so yeah I agree with you now we go down to Stan the man I will take number 12 please box 12 right in box number 12 we have now you have in this case you have to imagine the player fully fit because unfortunately at the moment he's not but it's Callum Chambers okay now the offer for Callum Chambers is 10 10 million quid 10 million quid and let's me ask Richard what his thoughts are on Callum Chambers um I don't think he's quite lived up to his initial potential when we bought him and I think he was quite highly thought of wasn't he when he when he joined and I know he's had a lot of injury problems and he's had the odd good game is he going to develop any more than what he has done at, at Arsenal I'm inclined to think no and I think 10 million pounds is probably not a bad deal bearing in mind what we paid for him and how long we've had him and how few games he's played I wish I never asked him that because I like Callum <laughs> <laughs> your choice. I was just giving you some advice. You should ask me, Stan. So I mean, I like Callum. I like that he plays. You know, he, he's available for three positions, which is handy. And um, when he came back from his injury, I think it was under under uh, Unai Emery when he came back. And I remember there was that game where not only did he had to then run across from right back and then start covering that left back. Mm. I thought it was. I thought oh. it was Fantastic. Um, I'm not going to accept 10 million for Callum Chambers, no. No deal. No deal. Mm. Interesting. Mm. There we go. <laughs> Here we go. Your turn this week. <laughs> Hello. No, no, I said pretend that he's fit. Do you not know listen to me? For God's sake. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not talking about food this week, no. Just give me the offer, please. Thanks. Okay. All right. Thank you. Right, well... Got an offer for you from the banker, as you could probably imagine. Go on then. The new offer is thirteen million pounds. Thirteen million pounds. So an extra three million pounds. I mean, yeah, yeah. 
No, I mean, uh, you know, the banker was it? He wasn't even worth him picking up the phone, man. Oh. I mean, no. He's he, what can I say? He's in one of those moods tonight. Well, he can stay in that mood. It's not happening. <laughs> no deal. No deal. Okay. Well, you yeah, that might. I wonder how that's angered him. I'm sure he's uh, got an even worse head now at the moment as well. No deal. That's fine. Uh, my tuppence worth. I, I think I probably agree with you. To be honest, I think that's a bit low for Callum. I do like Callum, and he's he's got. I don't know. He, he just seems to have that determination to succeed at Arsenal. I don't think he's ever let us down, really, uh, in the first team. And I don't think anyone could say he's let us down when he's played for us. So I think that if 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 he's you know if things can go his way, he could maybe be our James Milner. And be a player that can be useful mm. in, a, in a number of positions. I'm not saying that he's a lad that we're going to start every week, but I, I do think that he'd make a he's, he's a good squad player, and that when we do use him, he's going to leave everything on the pitch for you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my, only, yeah. my only concern is because he's had a, he's got a crochet injury. A lot of players never quite get back to their previous. Formed yeah, their yeah. previous fitness yeah. after crucial injury. That was what would worry me. That was why I thought the deal was actually reasonably good. And with three million more, I would have took that. But there you go. <laughs> I know. Like I said, we have to for the purposes of this operation. I think we just have to can just pretend that he hasn't got that injury at the moment and just think okay. of him as he is. But I agree, and I think we need to um, just see how he how he makes it back. But I think it'd be very unlucky on his part to get palmed off without having that opportunity of making it back. But anyway, it's your go now, Richard. Now, you, we've had yeah. 12, 8 and 13. So what's your box number? I would like to have number four, please. Oh, box number four. Uh, someone we've been discussing on Ryan's show earlier quite substantially, Richard. And Ooh. it's Emmy Martinez. Ooh. The offer you've got on the table for him is... £16 million pounds for someone who, what's he played? Under 30 appearances for us so far, but as we discussed earlier, he looks very impressive at the moment. So he deal does. or no he deal, does. and you can ask one of your panel members for their thoughts. I mean, obviously, like like you said, we, we did discuss him at length, didn't we, during the match today? Mm. Um, sort of saying how impressive we've how impressed we've been with him. My kind of thought process is with goalkeepers in particular, they don't tend to attract the big transfer fees. Um, and my other feeling is that he's going to be second choice, isn't he? Um, yeah. So I think sixteen million actually is a good deal. So I would say deal on that. Yeah. Wow. Blimey. That's quite an interesting one. Uh, I think for a second choice goalkeeper, that's a good deal, that. Oh, here we go. Oh, you've, got a, you've got a pissed off banker on the phone, hang on a minute. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, no, I think they're just in that mood tonight themselves as well, to be honest. I know, it was generous. It was a very generous one. So. Mm-hmm. Right, well, okay. Bye-bye. Right, well, the bank has actually withdrawn that offer for £16 million. He's He's put it down to 12 
Has he? So he's in a mood tonight, isn't he? He's in a really bad mood tonight, and that's very unusual because obviously, you know, they don't normally do that at all. So yeah, would you want to reconsider your decision for twelve million? The bank has put the, 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 put the fee down. He's put the fee down. As I told you, he's in a shit mood tonight. You pissed him off, though. But his banker also do our contracts at Arsenal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a very good point. Yeah, very good point. He, he clearly didn't watch the game tonight, did he? On, on the last couple of games. Um, see, that, that's actually that, that's got me thinking now because I thought 16 million was a, probably a, not a bad price for a second-choice goalkeeper. I, think, I feel he's worth more than 12, so I'm going to change my mind and say no deal for that. Okay, okay. Well, I think that's a good point because it's. Uh, I can't think of a better second choice goalkeeper in the Premier League, if I'm honest. Purely, even if you just judge on the last couple of games, really. No, no, I, I agree. I, he's, he's played really well. He stepped up to the mark, and you know, unfortunately for him, I do feel as though he's only ever going to be the second choice while we've got Leno. And I feel that that's you know he, he is a second choice goalkeeper, isn't he? No matter how. Well, he's playing. I don't think he is going to become the first choice, unfortunately. He's been at Arsenal for 10 years and he hasn't managed to. And we've had some poor goalkeepers in that time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, don't forget, he's only, what, 26 now, maybe, I think? 26 or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, he's uh, probably... He's, he's still older than Leno, though, isn't he? No, mm. but... I'm not sure, so. but same yeah. similar age, very similar, isn't he? I, th- I can't remember either way. Maybe a, a year either way, but yeah. But, I mean, L- Leno has has become, hasn't he? Probably one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League over the mm. last year or so. And I can't see Martinez, no matter how well he's playing at the moment, dislodging him from the number one position. I mean, no. assuming, assuming Leno recovers well from his injury and, and gets back to the similar form he's been showing, I think Martinez has got has got the future of being the number two, which is fine. If that's if, if he's happy with that, that's fine. I personally feel as though he is probably one of the best number twos or he would be he would be one of the best number twos in the Premier League. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, that's, that's my feelings on it. But unfortunately, I think that's as far as he's going to go at Arsenal. Yeah, I, I just think, like I said to you earlier, I think it's just great that Leno is going to feel some pressure from him, though, because of his performances. And I think that competition is going to only benefit yeah. both of them. And he's a good goalkeeper to play in the cup matches as well, isn't he? If he's going to play in, yeah, if he yeah, to yeah. Europe, if he plays in the Europa League, he's going to do a good job. If he plays in the FA Cup, the League Cup and all that kind of stuff, that's, that's good for the club, isn't it? So, you know, um, if we can keep him, brilliant. Because I say he would be one of the best number twos, wouldn't he? So, Yeah, definitely. No problem. Well, no deal then for no deal, 12 yeah. million. Yeah. Right. Now, Rowan, it's your go. What yeah. box would you like? There's only one number that I can choose today. That's number 14. Number 14. Okay. Now, again, this player, high, a massive, massive prospect. And I, I wrote down this list before the recent news and Hopefully, uh, what Arteta said the other day on his press conference, it's not a done deal that this guy is leaving. It's following Balogun. And he has been unreal um, in the under-23s and huge prospect. And uh, as you probably saw, it was yesterday, I think, the news came out, was it? I think that he's moving on. 
which is a real shame. And I, I hope it's not a done deal yet. I hope he can be persuaded to stop around, stick around. But the offer for him is six million pound. <laughs> Who scored, Laurie? West Ham. Oh, fantastic! Excellent news. Set piece. Noticed as well on the telly um, is Inter Milan v Arsenal on BT. Yeah, yeah. winning two one at the moment. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Brother, my fault. I I think I'll have six million quid. Look for some advice here. So I Mm. think I'm going to go to Ryan for some advice. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was the offer? Six million. In terms of advice, he's a, he's goals his goals to game ratio and not even goals to game. His actual goals, his contribution of goals is at that level extraordinary at all levels. And he's played for USA under eight under twenty three and England twenty three. And again, the goal goal his goal involvement is extraordinary for some of his age. And personally, it, it would be stupid of board to let him go, in my opinion. He is one, one of them generational talents that we do have. We've got this amazing academy at the moment, young players coming through, and he's one of them. Okay. So, I mean, lots of high praise there, right? Once in a generation talent. Uh, you know, he's, he's young. I also read that uh, we've already rejected a $5 million deal from Brentford for him. Mm. So, you know, given that, given all of all of these considerations and how much he's scoring and the fact that our strikers right now, I mean, we've got world-class striker, a world-class striker, but there might be a situation where he will eventually move on. Lacazette might move on this summer or later. So given all of that, you know, we could do with 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 a striker there. And since it is an academy product, I don't really think that it's money lost because that's money that we can have oh. okay. Excuse me, Ryan. It's two million now. <laughs> He's not even gonna wait for your answer, Rowan. He said he hates lawyers and from last week he said he hasn't forgiven you for last week and he just ugh. God, I don't know what you've done. Sorry, yes. I don't know what he's going to answer, but you, you can't guess yet. No, he just... Okay, fine. He just wanted to tell you to fuck off, Rowan, but um, <laughs> no, no offer or anything. Sorry about that. No deal. Okay, no. No deal, did you say? No, okay. That came from the banker, not me, Rowan, by the way. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> oh, behave. Did they rule it out? They're checking for offside, but the player that's, the player that's claiming is offside is laying on the floor. He can't move. You've got two players in between him. And Didn't, didn't someone else have a goal that's allowed like that last season? It's been chalked off. Been, uh, yeah, Guna Glenn, who's in the chat. Hi, Guna Glenn. Thanks for watching. Yeah, he's just said it's been ruled out, so... That's no, ridiculous. Yeah. But you just, when you, yeah, when you see it, it, you'll be like, how the hell is he meant to move? Because he's literally on the floor. There was that goal, wasn't it? Was it Everton scored one last year when he was in front of the goalkeeper, wasn't he? Sort of injured, yeah. somebody was. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I can't remember yeah. if, that was, if that was actually disallowed or not in the end. 
remember that incident. Anyway, Ryan, it's your go. What box um, do you like? What numbers have we got left? We have six, one, two, eleven, seven, three, ten, nine, five, four. Uh, six. Oh, no, sorry, we've had four. Beg your pardon. Six. Six. Had to be six, didn't it, Mr. Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> right, this is the uh, another one that's been promoted this year. And okay. a very promising young player again. This time it's Tyrese John Jules. Okay. And the offer is the same as Balogun. It is six million quid. Um, I'll get some advice from Richard, please. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been in the first-team squad quite a bit, hasn't he? Uh, mm. You know, he's played a couple of games and stuff. He does look a really, really exciting prospect, actually. You know, very fast. Um, I personally think he's got a future. I'm not sure whether it's going to be with us necessarily um, I think that's quite a low offer for a player who's actually played some first team minutes as well um, so yeah I think I think that's quite low for, for him mm. so I, I would be tempted to see if he can get a, a better a better deal maybe he's not been very generous tonight though so <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know whether that's likely to happen but <laughs> I think six million. Personally, I think six million is too low for him because I think he's got quite a good future ahead of him. In actual fact, mm. um, and I think he could be uh, a good player in the future. So yeah, I, I think you should hang on for more money for him. Yeah, I was thinking it was too low as well. But yeah, personally, so if, just, if, he's, if the bank is going to stick with that, I'm going to say no deal. Yeah, yeah, I think no that's a good choice. No, I don't blame you at all. Again, I thought. You just, uh, I suppose, in, in a lot of these cases, you've got to un, uh, sort of bear in mind the our situation as a as a, as a squad uh, rebuild and the post COVID transfer market, etc. But I still, I, I do still think that would be too low for me. And all, all right, and I do agree. Mm. Right, Chappers. Um, oh, hello. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to add to that. Actually, uh, what you were saying, um, I think it really. No, uh, the circumstances that you just mentioned has really for forced um, every every team to kind of reassess the value of the players in their squad. And actually, you know, are we going to be better off with, with or without? Uh, you, you know, do we do we sell them to make some money? Or actually, you know, considering everything that's going on, is it probably better to hang on to them? So, yeah. Anyway, Definitely. sorry. Um, what was the what was the previous number? Sorry, Andrew. Uh, six, six. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go for Bernie. Bernie Leno, number one. Number one. It is in box number one. Mohamed El Nenny, <laughs> who is our player still. Momo. Wow. The offer, for Matt, the offer for him. Is minus three million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's better than the Mkhitaryan deal, mate. But you know exactly, exactly. <laughs> so would you pay three million quid to cancel El Nenny's contract? <sighs> Momo. I mean, um, 
my my favourite memory. Don't forget, you, if you want to ask, you stand yeah. still here as well. Obviously, he's not on the screen oh, at the is. moment. But oh, of course, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, he's included. If you want to discuss it with anyone, okay. Um, I, I mean, you know, El Nani is nothing spectacular. He never has been. You know, he's a uh, he's a little bit of an engine and and sort of chugs along. At that. He, he's a kind of you know he's a he's a one pace player if you like. Um, the the most adore I just the most adorable thing that he ever did uh, was when I th Danny Danny Welbeck scored once. I can't remember who we were playing, and. Um, it was just, you could just, you just hear him and he just sort of went, well done, Danny, like that. And it was just the most adorable thing you what, ever heard. Oh, well the, done, uh, Danny. Better than the goal against Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, it was just adorable. Um, I've just, um, well, okay, you've got me on the ropes here because El Nani, I, I, I mean, his time at Arsenal is up, isn't it? But, to to actually sort of pay money to cancel his contract, that's 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 a, that's a no for me. It's a no deal. It's it's got to be. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. Just let him let him sit it sit it out, and you know, being being adorable. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure it was last week. Stan, um, we, we was talking. Uh, let me just uh, have a quick word with Stan. He, um, Stan, well, it was it last week on the same pro program? We had this conversation about Onini, and we said about the fact that he would probably, in certain circumstances, be a better bet for us currently than Gwenduzi. It's muted. You're on, you're on mute. Yeah. You're on mute, Stan. Sorry about that schoolboy era. I was saying it wasn't specifically uh, about Gwen Doozy. I was saying, I don't know if it was on your show or a couple of other shows I may have been on, but my thinking was if you say that El Nenny is, say, 70% when you're talking about his talent compared mm. to some of the other players that we've got in, in, in the team yeah. playing in the midfield, even if you say it was maybe 60% of the talent, my argument was that at least with Vernani, you're going to get all of that sixty or seventy percent when he does play. You know, yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, even though it was last thinking. week, I'm sure it was. Yeah, we. It's a very good yeah. point, and it's it's a fact. It's a we're talking about doing a job, like fulfilling a role in a specific match for Arteta, and we're not saying that he's anywhere comparable <coughs> with the, you know, like a Gwendozi, for example. But when you when you consider that Gwendozi is very uh, hot-headed and just runs around and i'm sure I'm, I'm absolutely sure he doesn't do fulfill the the role that artist has given him in the team in a lot of occasions he just tries to t take it upon himself and to do the things he wants to do and chase the ball and try and be part of the chaos action. agent where, yeah exactly well whereas yeah. someone like El Nini will get given steady a chance, head, the role steady to do. head in there isn't he? El Nini. yeah and he, he'll get on with it and he'll do it yeah yeah, I agree. So five million dollars a year, nothing. To actually worth. pay to three million to get rid of him is not worth it in the at the moment. Uh, that's why. No, I don't no, I, I, I agree. no, no. So what were you saying, Rob? Sorry. No, I was saying that we bought him for five million for Basel. We knew the quality that we'd get for five million, and he's he's justified his five million dollar tag. You know. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, because he's, I don't remember him doing anything spectacular. 
And well, Arsenal, they saw one goal against Barcelona, which was the goal beautiful. Barcelona, which was the goal but, of the season. But I don't remember him doing anything stupid as well. Which, given yeah. our players and our midfield, is a big end. <laughs> right? He's, like, he's, the first thing exactly. is that costing us a goal before we go in to see that they're scoring goals or not. By the way, Shaka scored today. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Good goal as well. No, I mean, Gunnar Glenn said his days here are numbered, I'm afraid. Get what you can for him. Exactly. I've got no doubt, Glenn, I agree with you, but I wouldn't pay three million to get rid of him. That's what we're saying. I mean, if we could get three million for him just to get his wages off the books, you'd have to consider it. But I'd, I I'd, I, if, if it was the other way, I would, if it, if, if it was three million for him I would have probably would have taken the deal yeah yeah exactly um, that's but minus, exactly minus three million there's no no there's no business he, sense in that whatsoever is it no it's, it's not the same situation as it was with Mkhitaryan for example is it now it's your turn Tony I believe I, I'm correct the, the, the yeah. um yeah it's okay, definitely it's man, man on our left hand side number three number three <laughs> Oh, uh, number three. <laughs> number three. Out pops Mesut Ozil. <laughs> wow. The offer for Mesut Ozil is minus ten million pounds. <laughs> Get your calculator out. I know what I would do, but I know who I'm going to go to to get my advice. Stan. Four is yours. Hmm. Meza Ozil. Mary Poppins, as I've been calling him lately. A man who can hold an umbrella for 90 minutes and that puts you out of a football match for the following game. <laughs> I've been supporting Arsenal since I was probably six, seven, eight years old. I'm 52 this year. And for me, it's probably been the worst bit of financial business Arsenal has ever made. I would pay his contract out just to let him go from the club. Let me get rid of the bad smell and the bad influence. Um, he's got more Twitter followers than Arsenal Football Club. I don't know how that happened. And, uh, you know, I could talk like this for another hour, hour and a half if I really had to. Tony knows what I feel about Meza Ozil. And I could, and I'd just like to give you a big up there, Tony, for just allowing me to get it off of my chest yet again on air. To the world, <laughs> you're not allowed to persuade him. Obviously, by the way, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm not fan. <laughs> right. Well, I would. Do, I'd actually go with no deal and give you twenty million. <laughs> just <to get> <laughs> give the banker extra money. Yeah, well, I mean. Look at his contract at uh, 350 grand a week. He's making 18 million a year anyway. So, I mean, if you got a 10 million dollar and you could pay it off, you actually saved 8 million a year. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, he's made nearly 7 million since he last kicked a ball for Arsenal. So, it makes sense, doesn't it, really? I would do exactly the same. I said the same last summer. So, I'd, I'd definitely get pay him off to get rid of him. And, and 10 million. Will be a, a snip <laughs> when you consider what you just said as well, Rowan. 
So yeah, I don't don't disagree whatsoever. But can I just say as well? Here's the thing: if we're quibbling with um, William Saliba's uh, team, whose name slips my mind, um, over the two point five million, which no, no, we we're not quibbling. In... That, that, I mean, that is bollocks, mate. I'm sorry, but that is bollocks. Did you? I mean, did you read the? Because when they when it all came out and they put their side first, you make makes us sound like a you know a real. No I, no, I disagree, Andrew. I mean, this, what actually has happened is when we we agreed for him to get loaned back to his team, we put in a stipulation in the contract that he had to play 17 games. And as an incentive, we offered his team £2.5 million if he could play 17 games. He's played 16 games. The mm. only game he's got left is a cup final. Yeah, no. And if you listen to Mikel Arteta yesterday, Mikel Arteta said... Well, you know, when he was asked what he would do, he said, yeah, obviously he has to stay. He's worked hard to get himself into a cup final. And then he comes back. And then the hierarchy have gone over Mikel Arteta and said, no, we're not paying the 2.5 million. And we want him back, thank you very much. He can't play for us until the season starts, you know, next year. And I don't like it. It makes us look like penny pinchers. And it's not a really good start to William Saliba's career, who as a footballer has an opportunity to get a medal, a winner's medal in France before he comes to us. It's not good. It's not good PR. I, could, not good. I, I totally agree that he should be going back there to but play it's not bollocks then. I'm not talking bollocks then. No, no, bad. not you. Not, absolutely not you. <laughs> right, the whole, the whole thing that came out is is bollocks because the whole situation changed since that, that agreement was made. I, we totally agreed that Arte, what Arteta said yesterday, he should go back and play that match. But there's no way that we should pl- we should be paying him... Uh, paying them, sorry, the St Etienne, two and a half million for him to go and play that game. We're doing them a favour because he is no longer their player. Yeah, but we agreed to that pro-COVID. No, we we put the stipulation pre- in. We said we want him to play pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, back, pre-COVID yeah. Pre-COVID, before we realised that match was going to be at the end of July. So it, it, he, There is a factor that's... I was just going to say there is a factor that's that's missing um, a little bit from this uh, from the Arsenal point of view in that like there's some quibbling about uh, the training um, with, yeah, exactly. and the fact that they want they wanted disagree. they wanted him to to stick to a certain training plan and they, uh, they refused and didn't didn't want to do it um, so I mean I think that's 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 kind of you know that's where the deal breaks down it's like well actually all right well. If you're not going to fucking stick to our training plan, then Sodja, we, you know, we, we we want to. At the end of the day, he's our asset. We want to look after him. But I mean, you know, it doesn't it doesn't look as far as the, it's not a good start to the player's Arsenal career, is it? You, you know, he's he's going to be gutted about that, and that's going to be a stinger for him for sure. To, to like have that farewell game, you know, to his to his team. In, I, to- in the I, I totally back the club on this one because it's complete. The situation completely changed, and we're not going to have a full pre-season normal gap between uh, the end of this season and the start of next either. We're only going to have probably Wait, do you know maybe three or four weeks. It's one game. We 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 you know wanted that stipulation in there. It's a cup final, and you've got to think moving. You got to think moving forward. I mean. You know, Arsenal obviously haven't read the book How to Win Friends and Influence People because if we've got to go back to that team in the future, if they've got a player that we might have our eye on, they ain't going to play ball with us. No other club would do would do it. We, we've been so soft in the past. I, I'm glad that they uh, actually got a backbone nowadays because he they've allowed him to go, but they said only if you can 
make him stick to this training schedule so he's ready for next season. And we're not paying two and a half million for him to pl play the cup final for you because the situation's changed. If he just, if if COVID hadn't happened, it would have happily play, uh, paid that two and a half million and happily uh, let him play in the, in the cup final and everything. But we, we're still letting him play in the cup final as long as they put him through this training, training regime for us so that we he we've got a fit William Saliba for next season. That's not a lot to ask. And to actually, he's he's our player now because uh, the loan ran out yesterday. It's not our fault yeah. COVID happened and it's not their fault COVID happened. However, we've still got to reach some kind of conclusion and we've off we've offered him to them as a favour because he's our player now. And bearing in mind, he's going to start the season with us next about three or four weeks after they play that cup final. So we're doing him a favour. But they said, no, we ain't going to put him through that training schedule and we want two and a half million quid. So we've got to pay them two and a half million quid so he can play in their cup final, which they're going to let get. Me, let me ask you a question, Andrew, playing devil's advocate. You're, you're the player. How do you feel about it? I'll Not be totally under... I'll be disappointed, but I totally understand. And I'll, they're going to get spanked anyway, let's face it, against PSG. Right, However, I, I, I would, I would I understand because the situation's changed for both clubs. So we're put, yeah, paying twenty-seven I, million for this player, and he, what if he breaks his leg in the cup final? Because that's so Arsenal. If that would happen, they could have. So Arsenal. He could have broken his game sixteen. Of course, he could. But that's that's down to us then. We're not. We've, we're we're going to be loaning him as a favour to Saint Etienne. We we can't do that for for free. They should actually pay us a million quid. Or you know, I'm, not, I'm joking, but I'm being on the other side. I mean, they've, 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 we get nothing out of it apart from giving them our player. I think, I think the problem, the problem with with this whole situation, like I'm hearing what you're saying, uh, Andrew, and what you're saying as well, Stan, and and like I think really it's it's the lack. I think the thing that's most annoying for us as fans and and for the player as well, one would imagine, is the lack of fucking transparency uh, between both of the two two clubs. It, it, you know, it's it's all very much he he said, she said, and there's there's no transparency there at all. And I, I you know, I, I do feel that I, I hear what you're saying. It's like. like well, okay, yeah, it's great that Arsenal have, have decided to sort of flex their muscles and say, all right, we're not going to get pushed around. But I feel that, you know, perhaps it's it was, you know, I'm just trying to think from Raul's, Raul's standpoint. It's not a nice place. Don't go in there. Um, uh, it's just, <laughs> it's just Kia Drabjin in, in a hot tub. No, don't do it. Um, but, oh, um, <laughs> don't do it. Hus Farmy, maybe, but not Honestly. Kia Drabjin. No. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but um, I I don't know I I feel that it, it might be the wrong battle I think you know I it, all right you want to flex your muscles cool but I I'm not sure the, that, I think it's got to be give and take the great give and take from their yeah. point of view we're giving him that I mean put him he's already had a broken foot this season and he's had a, another injury after that as well yeah it's, so it's not our fault he ain't played the seventeen games it's not our fault COVID happened. But it's it's equally not their fault. So you've got to meet in the middle. How on earth can you expect us to loan the player so soon to next season starting to for them to play for him to play in the cup final yeah. and pay them another two and a half million pounds when we're we're skinned ourselves as well. We ain't got it. Yeah. It ain't it ain't, it ain't on, is it? So you've got to meet in the middle and say, right, okay, 
you can have him, but we're paying the two and a half million, so because we're doing you a favour here, and we're taking a massive, massive risk on our investment, and we just want you to make sure that he follows this training regime, because three or four weeks later, the new season's going to start, and we want a fit Saliba. And they've made our manager look a dick as well, haven't they? Sorry? I was just saying, and they've, they've made the manager look like a dick as well, who literally said a day before, yeah, I've got no problem with that. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah, it's, they've undermined Mikel Arteta big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think it, I think it's absolutely perfect because it, we came out and actually confirmed the fact that we are happy for him to go there. We, we're not being complete arseholes and saying, no, you can't have him. We're saying, yes, you can, but we ain't paying you two and a half million quid so that you can have him in the cup final because we're putting ourselves... We're putting our neck on the line here. We're putting our massive two, £27 million investment on the line for you for him to play in a cup final for you. We get nothing I've out got, of this. I got the we solution. get nothing out I've of got, it at all. I've got the solution. Send Louise. Yeah, or send Mustafi. <laughs> that'd be perfect. <laughs> send Mustafi. But seriously, what are we getting out of this, actually? What are we actually getting out of it, apart from a massive amount of risk? So here's the thing, right? Like there's yeah, one thing that I've taken a lot of pride in being Arsenal and Arsenal fan is that we conduct ourselves in a classy manner. You know, we exactly. stand by our players, we stand by our commitment, you know, and that's... And we are. I think we are still. Into Because into we're protecting our player. We're protecting our player as well and our investment because at the moment the world is in a fucking shit place financially. We can't just afford to just dish out two and a half million quid then we should never well, put we, it in a contract. Yeah, but we didn't know. We, we didn't know we about COVID. No, but COVID, COVID has changed contracts full stop, mate. Because yeah, no, but loads of players went out of contract yesterday, and co- and they've had to have their their. Well, some players have actually refused to play for their club. Don't forget. So some players have actually flatly refused. Well, then how about middle ground? How about Arsenal saying, "Look, you can have them for the cup final, but let's reduce the fee or not pay the fee or, or you know, the middle ground." We said we ain't paying the two and a half million, but otherwise you can have him. That's the whole point, mate. Because they've refused to put him through this training regime as well. Why did they do that? What What does it matter to them? We're getting nothing out of this deal. We're getting nothing but risk. Yeah, so, oh, so what I like, what I was saying was that I I love that about our club that we've conducted ourselves in a good manner. We've given deals to Diaby to Santi Cazola when when they weren't well and in the treatment table. You're but but that's what I hate about them as well because you know we're soft and you know and exactly I, right exactly why I hate that is because essentially we're not we're not the the biggest spenders. We're not like the super rich club who's going to spend that money. If I was a Man City, I would be like, you know, why are we haggling over two and a half million? Give them that and give them the player as well. You know, I don't think that it's a problem. I don't think it's a risk. But given the situation in the interest of Arsenal, and I just have to think about Arsenal and Arsenal's interest here, and I would think that we wouldn't pay, pay them the two and a half million as much as I wouldn't like it ethically. It, it would make me feel like a bad person the next day when I wake up, but uh, but yeah, where the club is at, you know, that's that's what you have. Exactly, it's a different world than it was when that contract was negotiated. It's left us now with absolutely nothing to gain out of this apart from 
potentially an injured player that we've just spent £27 million on. And normally, he would have played those 17 games. He would They would have got that extra £2.5 million. He would have played the cup final, and then we would have had three months off in the summer. That would have that's where the contract was agreed. That's what would have happened. But it's not that case anymore. We're only going to have three or four weeks until the new season starts for him to actually get fit with his new squad, his new teammates, and we get nothing out of it anymore. So the world's changed, and we haven't got any money anymore. Same as all the other clubs. So there's got to be give and take. And they are not giving either. And we're, all we're doing is giving. Uh, we're offering to give, and they're not get, offering to give us anything in return, like any kind of flexibility whatsoever. So I, I'm happy today that we are actually sticking up for ourselves for once. Uh, I, I don't think it's showing us in any less class, because Arteta yesterday confirmed that we're happy for him to go. But... It's absolutely ridiculous to even consider paying them two and a half million pounds for him to go and play in that match in this current climate. I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. We can't Andrew, afford it. mate, I just say, I just think I've got a really good idea for maybe next week's pod. Um, we could do hair or no hair, right? Um, so, <laughs> no, hear me out on this one. Seriously, hear me out on this one, right? So, so it's it's the same deal, okay? But what you do is you've got an Arsenal player, right? So would you or wouldn't you change their hairstyle? So for example, you know, Louise, Louise, I mean, he, he, you know, he's he, he's the original fun hair. We call him Fun Hair Senior in this house. Um, yeah, obviously Gendouzi's Fun Hair Junior, but um, <laughs> they both. I mean, they've both got pretty fun hair. Let's 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 face it. But you know, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't change that. But um, so I know I'm going off topic, but um, it, it was just an idea, you know. Uh, I mean, Obama, oh, man, this kid didn't play house party tonight, right? That's 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 <laughs> no hair. Keep that. I'm keeping that. So keeping that. Sorry, I've gone off topic a little bit, haven't I? Um, I've lost. I've completely lost track where we are. As I think <laughs> it was your go, to Tony. It was your go, wasn't it? I think and. I've completely lost track. What? Who did you? We choose? had Mesut Özil was the last one. Oh yeah. yes, yes. And we agreed a deal, didn't we? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, and it's your going now, Richard. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Um, I'll have number eleven then, please. Number eleven. Yeah. Oh, this is this is um, one of the last crop doing exceptionally well over in um, in Germany again. He's also been knocking the goals in from uh, right wing back uh, position. It's Ozai Tutu. Ozai Tutu. Oh, I don't yeah. know how to pronounce it. But he's been You're playing. You're the Ozai Tutu, yeah. Yeah. And the offer for him is £2 million. Pounds. £2 million. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I've got, a, I've got, I've got a feeling about this, uh, this kid. I'll, t I'll talk about it after you've made your decision. But I'm. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, he, he, he's another one, like you said, who's, you know, we've got a lot of these similar type of players, haven't we, in coming through the ranks, actually, um, of which, unfortunately, I've just got a feeling a lot of them aren't going to make the grade with us as good a potential as they look. 
But having said that, I think they're part of, you know, we've got them at the club. I think £2 million is not anywhere near enough for him, his potential. So I am going to say no deal on that £2 million. Mm. No, I agree. No, I agree. I think, do you know, I think that um, in his case, I've got a weird feeling that they're going to sell Bella in the summer. And I think, yeah, I think they so. Are, yeah. I think they've bought Suarez to replace him. And I think they've got Ozai Tutu for that role long term, planned long term. Did you see Bellerin after the game today? Um, yeah. He, he, looked, he looked almost, to me, he had the face of someone who's resigned to the fact that he's now lost his place to Suarez in the team because he's seen mm. how much better than him Suarez is. And yeah. I do think that he knows now his best option is to get out. And like you said, that could present an opportunity for this young lad to get into the squad next season and maybe do a similar job to what Saka's done. Maybe get an I opportunity so. and push on. So, mm. yeah. I mean, it's difficult to say because we say so we've got so many of these players that, to me, are very are similar in the uh, kind of potential that they've got. We've got a, quite it's, it's a few brilliant. of them. Yeah, no, it I is know. brilliant. It, it, but it, 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 we've almost got too many to choose from. It's amazing. We, we have, yeah. and that's the problem, isn't it? Because uh, unfortunately, a lot of them aren't going to end up making the grade with the first team, either with us, because there's too many of them. And I just think that's going to happen. And unfortunately, some of them are going to end up having to move on, whether that's on loan for a while or whether they're going to just have to be sold. Um, I just don't think we've got a big enough opportunity for them all to come through at the same time you know I remember back in the days when you know Rocky Rowcastle came through and all them lot there, there was quite a few of them but it was only enough really to they, they could all sort of come through together and it was alright because it wasn't two whole teams yeah. were we seem to have about 20 of them don't we that are all really really good and unfortunately they're not all going to get make it through are they I mean Zek Medley we talked about before another one who I don't think is going to make it at Arsenal unfortunately I think he's going to have to move on and, and make his career somewhere else and I think there's, there's a few of them I mean like you said, if if um, if Bellerin does go, um, this two-two lad might come in and he he might get promoted into the squad. But if not, then again he might end up having. I mean, like you said, he's in Germany, isn't he, on loan? And there's mm. you know that might he's, be where he's he taken to it really well. Yeah, he has, yeah. and that might be where he ends up. That might be where he ends up permanently. But I mean, you know, certainly in terms of this, I mean, two million would no be nowhere near enough for any of our young players. I don't think. Well, he's a uh, right back. And a right wing back. However, for this team, I can't remember who it is he's playing for, but for that team he's playing for, he, he's a right winger. So he's been knocking the goals in as well. He scored two or three goals on the mm. trot for, uh, in consecutive games. And uh, he's looking really good. Really, really good. So I've got and, a good like feeling like, that... He's, it, he's I think he would be... fit, he'd fit well into Arteta's system as well, wouldn't he? I, I think, think he well. would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah. perfect for Do you mind if I chuck a spanner in the works here? No. Um, You're not going to talk so, about him growing his hair or swapping hair with Louise <laughs> or something, are you? No, no, no. <laughs> Although that was, might be interesting. I haven't seen his hair, to be fair. Uh, hair watch. Um, no. Uh, so what do you fellas think about um, possibly Nelson dropping in, in at right wing back? Well, I've, well, I've, I've been do you think there's I, a I think it's a perfect potential idea. For that? That's what I want. Yeah. I think you said that last week. I, I think it's a great idea, and I'd love to see him there. He played for the in a right wing back position for the England uh, youth team yeah. and yeah. the under twenty threes several times. And I think yeah. him behind uh, Pepe's is is, is mouth watering. I think he'd be able to overlap. They'd be inter interchange. 
And I think it'd be... Uh, be br- is, is, he better, is he better than Ainsley in that position, do you think, though? I think so, yeah. I, I think, I think Ainsley's a bit better defensively, isn't he, than, than what Reese Nelson would be. I think Ainsley's... It, it remains to be seen. I don't know. I can't say hand on my heart because I haven't seen enough of Nelson in that position to say. But I think in the, in the mould of uh, how well Saka did at left-back, I think yeah. that he could be equally as good on the right right side. I just think in order to play a wing back or a right back, one of the first things you need to be able to do is is, is to defend, right? And none of the names mentioned can. Ainsley Maitland-Niles is a very poor defender. Rhys Nelson is a poor defender. He's not even a very good winger, to be fair. I just don't see why. And look, I want our youth kids to do really, really well. I want them. I want them to come up through the academy and, and be first first teamers. But if sometimes you have to be a little bit, you have to take the glasses off and mm. say, well, maybe they're just not good enough. And I don't think a lot of our youth are very good enough to be main starters in the Arsenal squad, number one starters. I don't see it. I, I thought Nelson played really well tonight. I thought he was. Oh, he, I, I thought he was excellent. He was really lively, buzzing about. You know, uh, d- uh, but did a lot of great work, just sort of drawing defenders. I think really, it, really... it's also for far, far, far too early to make a, a definitive conclusion on any of them, apart well, apart from Saka, I should say. But I think they've all got to prove themselves again next season because th- this season has actually been a write-off with the way it's been disrupted and with injuries and with three managers um, to play under. So I, I think it's still too early. I just like, all I'm saying is I think it's worth a shot to have a look at um, him playing in that role for a, a couple of games. But um, I mean, you've got no, not, not much of a better opportunity in the running when we haven't got much of a chance in the league. It's worth experimenting a little bit, I think. That's what I um, thought. I thought it might be worth giving him a few games um you know, towards the end of this season, and just see if there's any potential for him to mm. to kind of step up and 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 do you know as as you say do what Saka's done and and also to it to an extent do what Maitland Niles has done as well. Yeah, I, I don't think Saka's could defend very well, but I think everyone will say that he had a great time at left back filling in. What yeah. he did exceptionally well, and I've I just like to see what Nelson could do in a similar role. But um, mm. anyway, let's move on. Uh, whose go is it now after Richard? Is uh, it's yours, Stan? I think, isn't it? I will have then number seven. Number seven, yes, please. Is the one and only Eddie Niketia. and the offer for Eddie is fifteen million. Okay, and I would like to hear from Ryan, please. Okay, what's the offer? Sorry, fifteen. For and West Ham, West Ham are beating Chelsea two one, I believe. Two one, yeah, just a fantastic. Some, my cousin will be very happy. We're all very happy right, if it goes like that. No, but he's know, a, definitely he'll be absolutely delighted. Yeah, he's a West Ham fan, so he'll be delighted even more. So Lampard's over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping for which one actually? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's two folks. Senior or So what's your thoughts on Eddie then, Ryan? Um Eddie so yeah, but, um back to Eddie. Um Yeah again <laughs> come from coming from our youth system, which as you said earlier about it's fantastic so many of our players coming from the youth that are fantastic at the moment. 
I think he could be one of the ones that do make it. Um, he's coming, and let's, let's not forget, because half this season he spent at Leeds was the best striker they had, he, and for some reason the manager wouldn't play him. Arteta took a chance on him, bringing him back, took a chance, and he's played it back, and he's, he's, he's scoring goals, he's, been, he's causing havoc, stretching defences. Um, for me, it's a no-brainer for me, but I can't, I'm not going to sway you, but I know what I'll go with it. If it's my, if it's that down to me. Hmm. See what Ryan says. Um, you know that um, they weren't playing him up at least. Not probably not. I was I was more of the opinion that he couldn't get in the team ahead of Stanford. That's how I looked at it. Because Bielsa Bielsa is no mug. You know he's a great manager and he's got a great eye for talent. I don't ever see a time where Edwin Ketia is going to be the number nine for Arsenal week in, week out, first name on the street, starting in the middle for Arsenal. I, I don't see it. I would sell Edwin Ketia, but not for 15 million. Okay, so your answer is no deal? Not for 15 million. Cool. So I don't know if the bank is listening. <laughs> I hope he is. I hope he's not he going to put it up, is he? I want to make a deal with him, but the way the bank has been carrying on tonight, it's almost like someone's pissed on his cornflakes this I morning. Think he's oh, that's going to be a dust up, mate, I tell you. I think he's gone down the shed, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. With the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, I believe we're back to you, Chappers. All right. Um, let's have a look. Uh, let's go number five. Ooh. This one is Sideshow Bob. Louise. Hey! Uh, yeah, the offer <laughs> is two million pounds. Two million pounds for fun hair. Senior. Mm. Yeah. Fun hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot of fun. Fun on his head. <laughs> fun hair. Um, I, I Look, I think I know which way I'm going to go. But I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Rowan if he's got any ideas on this particular player. Right. Two million pounds for David Louise, Rowan. So we've got Right now, we've got three senior centre-backs in our squad, right? Uh, Louise, Socrates, and Mushtaki. These are the three senior uh, centre-backs that we have. And a few weeks ago, I was tending to think that Louise is the best of the bunch because he has creativity, he can go forward, he can create those passes. In fact, today as well, he made that long pass for the second goal, I think, right? Like, yeah, it was a really good pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was an amazing pass to Tierney on 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 the left. Right, mm. but uh, but for me, you know, the Man City game has really like sort of, you know, put things into perspective that I don't want him to be teaching our youngsters how to defend. Because you know this guy, there's there's a mental block. You know, Gary Neville once right? He seems like he's on PlayStation being controlled by a 10-year-old. That's how he plays. <laughs> Just mashing those buttons. Exactly. And all <laughs> the ball. Like right? Bailey Thompson's that's, decathlon. That's, that's, that's how he plays. 
And, you oh, know, there's been smart he, 80s references tonight, right? He's <laughs> cost us in big games. He's cost us against Liverpool. He's cost us against Chelsea. And he's cost us against City. You know, I just don't feel confident with him playing there as much as, you know, I think that he could have done a better job if he was playing defensive midfield when he wouldn't be the last line of defence. Maybe he could have played that. But uh, in defence, I just don't think that great. we paid $8 million for him. We recoup some money and we get, uh, you know, we don't have to pay him for the next couple of years. I think we've signed him on a two-year deal. So, one year. You know, one, year. one year. One year, deal. yeah. So, we signed him on a one-year extension and we don't have to pay his wages as well. So, given that, you know, I think, uh, you know, that's, that's my thought process. I'm not going to say what I'm going to do, but I... I mean, I agree with most of what you said there, Rowan, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I'm of the I'm of the mind that and I have been for quite a while, actually, that um, has anyone heard the expression that um, somebody's uh, oh, the, well, they've got the coat on. Does, does anyone know that expression? Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they've yeah. got the coat, and I, I, I was of, I was of the impression, I reckon, probably halfway through the season, that David Louise, as far as his career goes, he's got his coat on. Um, you know, it's oh, what is this cushy in it? Oh, look, I'm at Arsenal. Like, um, I don't, I, I, I don't think that he's going to offer anything particularly valuable to our team going forward. Um, however. His hair is rather fun. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> if we can keep the hair, if we can keep the hair, but sell the player, it's a deal. <laughs> deal. We've got the hair one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. I'll just say, he becomes fun hair. No, no senior or junior yeah. involved. Yeah, yeah. If the Man City match hadn't happened, Let's forget. Don't forget the before the lockdown. He was classed as our best defender. Everyone was saying he's still our best defender, strongest defender. And if, and if the the new the Man City match hadn't happened, I know it's hard to understand. People will probably still think the same as it stands right at the moment. But I can't. That completely scarred me as well. And what pissed me off more than anything is his. The way he came out for that interview yeah. afterwards, and he's uh, that really pissed me off. His attitude on it's that, fuck it, the contract business. So I, mm. I, yeah, I completely did a U turn because before the lockdown, I would have said an extension for next season as well, just to see us through. Would be, I'd be very happy with that. But after that Man City game, I completely did a U turn and changed my mind. I'll have to admit, I'm, I'm quite glad we've got him for the rest of the season, but I, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed we've got him next season. To it's about, it's it's not uh, like it's more. I don't know. Whenever I I watch him play, like I'm thinking about right, like him not doing bad things for the team rather than mm. doing some good things for the team. Yeah, and that that yeah. like you, you, that's you can't have that sort of confidence in what is supposed to be your senior defender. You know, no. 
I'm, I'm, I was really disappointed after that game. I really was. All, all, all um, I would say is, in his defence, I mean, I'm quite a fan of David Luiz, if I'm honest. I think I the Man City game, he, he, he wasn't really in the right frame of mind to play. I think that was obvious. And what you've got to remember is, that, I mean, people that's saying... That's Well, no, it is maybe. But, I mean, he, he was called into the squad when he didn't really want to be there, but he didn't want to let everybody down. So he said, OK, I'll sit on the bench. He wasn't expecting to play. But the point as well is, I mean... He didn't cost us that game. We would have lost anyway. We we got outplayed by Man City before he, he made mistakes. We would have lost that game. He didn't cost us that game. He didn't cost us the game at Chelsea because we were getting battered when he was on the pitch. When he got sent off, we actually dug in and got yeah. a draw. So he I didn't, don't blame him for that Chelsea us, game. He hasn't cost us any results, has he? He's not cost us any results this season. In fact, he's been our best defender over the whole season. He had a Bad time at Man City, fair enough. But he didn't cost us that game. We would have lost anyway. You can't blame him for that defeat because we we were never going to get anything out of that game before we started, it, let alone... It was, his, um, it, it was his mental attitude that pissed me off. Also, honest, also because... we, were going into, we were going into the break nil-nil when he cost us the first goal. Well, it, it, well no, but you, you, you say that, but, you know, one, Mustafi didn't cover behind him. He just let Sterling run into the space when Mustafi mm. should have ran with him. So that, that, that's the first thing. And secondly, regardless of that, if we'd gone in at nil-nil, we would have lost that game because in the second half, Man City would have battered and battered and battered at the door until they scored. No, and I don't think we doubt about it. I don't think we can, we can sit here and say we would have got a result against Man City if David Luiz hadn't made that mistake or the second mistake for the penalty. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the way we bowed out was because we went down to 10 men because you know because of the way we conceded right before the uh, before half time maybe you know all the planning just went out of the window because of that mistake i don't think mustafi could have and i'm not a fan but i i don't think mustafi could have accounted or legislated for that 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 mistake that he did it was a routine. sterling sterling accounted for it by making a run didn't he sterling sterling assumed he might miss it by making a run behind mustafi as soon as sterling's run mustafi should have gone with him covered the dangers no goal and and david louise's mistake has been forgotten about but unfortunately he, he didn't have that cover and he and we've paid the price and he's paid the price by people now assuming that he's not very good because he had one bad game I mean, he he did that, I think and, it, and then he pulled he pulled Mares, which is the same thing that he did on Salah before that. You yeah. know what's going to happen? No, right? he, he gave away he's gave away three penalties, I think, this season, hasn't he? Three four. three penalties. Is it four? four. Well, I was four. of three three of the big teams that we've played. Obviously, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City. He's given away penalties in those games. But you know, at the end of the day, he, he's made a, a few mistakes, of course. But you're a defender playing for Arsenal. That the defense isn't very well protected. But, I just think you know. that sometimes I, I had to have a bit of self-reflection after that game because I've always been a fan of David Luiz, but I think it's sometimes quite easy to um, mentally protect players um, that you like and put the blame onto other players that you don't like in lots of cases. I think it, I had to think that I did that. I have to be honest because I don't like Mustafi because he's a walking time bomb ready to go off. <laughs> But you've got to admit that this lately, David Luiz is, is statistically more likely to actually make a mistake than than Mustafi at the moment. And I I do like Luiz. I don't like Mustafi. But I have to be honest with myself now and say, look, enough's enough. We've got to move on from this these uh, individual errors that we keep doing time and time and time again. They're always, they're obviously going to happen from time to time. And the defenders but you that need players that are less well. likely to do it. Sorry, Chappers. I just say, and the defenders that produce them. You know? Exactly, yeah, exactly. I, I, I just uh, don't. Socrates, think Socrates isn't 
isn't he? No, no, he's the worst. Actually, personally, I think he's one of the worst of the lot. It's a gratis, but uh, anyway. It's, it's like Hulk, isn't he? Smash! Must smash! Yeah, yeah, he is. And he's, like you said last week, he's very miserable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Troopy the old, he's a master. A master at misery. Right. We are on to... Um, it's your go, I think, right now, isn't it? Yeah, what numbers have we got left, sorry? Right. We've got... Actually, what was the decision on, Louise? Sorry. Um, uh, it was it was it was a deal, but we keep the hair. It was. Oh yes, that's yeah. correct. Right, we've got <laughs> we've got numbers uh, two, eleven, three, ten, and nine. No, we, we've had eleven, I think. No, we've had eleven and three. We've had. Yeah. Oh, sorry, um, I beg your pardon. Yeah. It's my uh, my writing. We have bigger pardon. So we've got nine, ten, two, uh, two, yeah. Two. I'll take number ten. Oh man of the moment, number ten. <laughs> Cedric. <laughs> Yay. Oh, Cedric. Keep. And <laughs> the offer for Cedric is ten million pound. Um that's well that's for me that's that's too low. Personally, he won me money, so he's too low, too low, too low. If he's a, if the bank is going to keep it at 10 mil, then it's a no deal. Mm. I mean, the guy, as we, we watched the game earlier, he he came on for 10 minutes. I know it's 10 minutes, but he came on, he did more than what Hector Bellerin did in 80. It's a million a minute, though. Exactly. You say that, as I said, he's done a lot more than what Hector did. That's after 10 minutes. Hello. How long has Hector been in? We did a lot more than Hector. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. You might you might get more money now. Anchor didn't just, calm, just calm down a minute. <laughs> oh, maybe not then. <laughs> okay. All right then. Right. Right, Ryan. He said he'd pay you one million to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no deal. <laughs> But then afterwards, he <laughs> said the offer for Suarez is thirteen million pounds. Still no deal for me. I mean, I take some advice. I go to uh, Rohan. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the banker's missing a zero at the end of it, right? That's that's the value of that. <laughs> well, <laughs> he does. He doesn't actually realise we've got the new Maradona on our hands. Greatest of all time. Goat, he's the goat. He didn't, he didn't see the goal, did he, clearly? No. <laughs> I mean, see, oh. I, I wasn't a fan when he came in because he's Southampton's second choice right back. Why would he be good enough to challenge for Arsenal's first team choice? But when then, you know, we... And I'm not going to base it completely on the 10-minute show today, but, you know, the dire position that we are in with the other 80 minutes that we sh- saw it seems like 
Cedric's going to give Bellerin good competition and he will at least match up to Bellerin's, uh, you know, capacity right now. And I think we could maybe get more for Bellerin. So keep Cedric's and Bellerin. Yeah. Well, my, my thoughts are as well, um, you mentioned Southampton, but he might not have fitted um, Hazenhelton's playing style, whereas he might fit Arteta's going forward. And that's maybe why he got a four-year contract as well. I mean, how old is he? 27, 28? Seven. 28, 28. 28, yeah. I don't think it's right that he was the second choice either. I think he lost his place mm. when he got injured to that Valerie mm. bloke. Why don't you come on mm. over there? You know, <laughs> <laughs> And I think he struck because Valerie played quite well. I think he's just struggled to get back in the team, which you know is fair enough. But before his injury, I think he was more than yeah, his first yeah, choice. He was right back choice, at, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. But clearly, when he was not injured during the lock before the lock the lockdown and during, Arteta's clearly seen something in him before he got that recent injury to merit that four year contract to. Prov- Knowing that he'll provide, it's too all now, by the way, uh, to provide oh. competition for Hector, or if not, surpass him and be that first choice right back for now. Because let's be honest, Hector's, even before this injury, he was, his defensive work for a right back wasn't what it should be of a right back that we've known throughout the years. Whereas Cedric can come in, and he's, this is a fully fledged international, he's won the European Championship of his country as well. So, again, 13 mil is, again, way too low, and I'd have to say no deal. Cool. Okay, that's how it was. I, I, I think that's right. I think he's a, he's a good, experienced Premier League player and international, and yeah, I think he's definitely worth looking at. And I think, like I said to you on the on your show, Ryan, as well, mm. the fact that we got uh, gave him a four year deal makes complete sense because if we only gave him three years, next summer we'd, we'd have to renegotiate with him again, and because he'd have he'd be down to two years left. Yeah. And under the new rules and regulations, as we're not sticking to, you know, we're not supposed to let players go into the last two years. But um, so it makes sense as far as that's concerned. I, I think mm. anyway. Anyway, right. Now we're back to you, Tony, and we've got two left. Yeah, since um, we just spent five minutes talking about him, I'll go with box number two. Box number two. That's oh, one of my uh, big, big hopes for the future. It's Emil Smith Rowe. And the offer for Emil Smith Rowe is £10 million. No deal. Great. Oh, do you know what? I'm absolutely delighted you said that, Tony. <laughs> I, I, no, honestly, I, I've got high hopes for this kid. And I think he's... Uh, I really think he's going to have a role to play next season, personally. Um, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy, man? Hello? <laughs> I don't blame him at all. I don't blame him. I wouldn't take 10 million either. Okay. No, 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 no. He's the new KDB. (laughs) (laughs) He's the new Maradona at right back. Anyway, we're talking about ESR now. 
Okay. All right, fine. You just put the phone down on me. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's really pissed off now. He said, look, I've got to get someone to take one of my offers because he's losing his reputation, he reckons. So, um, <laughs> the new offer for Emil Smith-Rowe, £22 million. Pounds. £22 million, He's more than doubled it, so you've really pissed him off. All of you, he said. <laughs> Good. He wants a lot of you to fuck off. That was his exact words. <laughs> <laughs> so still, what, you can have a chat to someone Tony still not enough for me but I'll go to Chappers and see what he thinks anyway um, well I mean my, my main motivation I think at the stage of the evening is just really yeah. to keep pissing the banker off isn't it um, <laughs> he's, he, he's an exceptional talent you know um, uh, again, uh, it's a bit like what I was saying earlier. It, it really has made uh, it, the situation at the moment has really, really made uh, clubs have to kind of sit back and and assess and actually think about. All right, okay, so do we actually do do we do we need to keep this player? And he's he's one guy. I mean, we we've spoken quite a bit about um, a lot of the youth prospects and and some of them. Are, are going to make it, and some of them aren't, might not make it. Um, he was very, he was very unlucky um, uh, on his with his loan in Germany. You know, with uh, just sort of suffering injuries and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I, I, I really just think that the guy has so much more to give us. Um, he's he's just a real shining light, I think, uh, and I think he will be another one of those players who will absolutely put in those performances that is just going to make the manager sit up and take notice and, and you know, uh, put him in his plans, I suppose, put him in for consideration. So even at 22 million, um, I know we need to raise some money for the party fund somehow. Um, and I'm just talking about having a party, actually, not, not buying any players. Uh, a few million would be fine. No, um, uh, so I, I, I mean, yeah, just, just, I, I think there's a lot to see from Emil Smith Rowe. Um, it's a big offer, but there's a lot to see from the boy, isn't there? Yep. Yeah, definitely. I agree with Chappers there. No deal. Bankers are be more pissed off, but no deal. <laughs> 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 zero deals, and he's actually cost one deal on Chambers, which was going through. <laughs> oh, no. Seriously, Rowan, you are going to get your head kicked in if you're not careful. Worst the, the banker. banker ever. <laughs> Do you know what about Emil Smith Rowe? One thing I say is, if he was playing for one of these cool hipster clubs like Leipzig, mm. I think that he will be talked about all across Europe at the moment. That's what I think. And you know, like, obviously, the player that we were after, Upa Meccano, um, I think everyone was talking about 60 million quid in the summer and everything. And he's only 20, uh, 20 years old as well, yeah. and about the same age as Emil Smith Rowe. And I think if he was playing, if he if he hadn't got injured in the Bundes, playing in the Bundesliga, like you said, Chappers, last year, I swear to God, he would be one of these, uh, you know, young players that all of Europe are talking about and um, 22 million I 100% wouldn't take that either he may not I think it's make it still I don't know but I've, I've got very 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 high hopes for him 
that injury some, kind of stunted his development a little bit, I think. But uh, like, just look at what he's been doing at Huddersfield. You know, all of his all of his teammates are uh, absolutely raving about him, and his manager's mm. raving about him. You know, and the fans are raving about him. <laughs> look at Stan. <laughs> You're back. Oh. <laughs> Luchador is back. Oh, my God. Oh, hilarious. Luchador is saving. Have, have you ever seen, have you seen Pulp Fiction? Bring out again. Coming back to me. Sorry, in Pulp Fiction. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right. Where are we? I think yeah, we're down to the last one. And it is. I do beg your pardon. Who was the, who was after Tony? Is it uh, you, Richard, or Rowan? I think Rowan. Rowan got skipped, didn't he? Yeah, Rowan. Thank you. You got the last pick of these boxes, Rowan. I'm going to pick number nine. Number nine. Good choice. Inside number nine, we have Mr. Pablo Marie or Mari. Pablo I should say. Now, the offer for Pablo Mari is £14 million. Pounds. £14 million. Pounds. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go to Rich for this. Personally, I've been really impressed with him, actually. I know he's only played sort of two games plus 20 minutes. Um He's looked very composed, um, left-footed centre-back as well, which I think is important because having that balance at the centre-back positions, I think is, is good to have. Um, you just um, made a good signing with him anyway, a long-term kind of future with a club. He's still reasonably young. Um, he obviously did well against Liverpool in the World Club thing, didn't he, for um, Flamengo. So... I think that's far too low, actually. When you look at what other defenders have gone for, such as Van Dyke, for example, not necessarily that he's as good as him, but, you know, that's the sort of standard, really. And we've, we've paid 30-odd million from Mustafi, haven't we? So, I think 40 million is far too low for someone who looks as though they've got a decent future in, in the club, you know. So, that's, yeah, that's you, my point. I can't believe during that speech you haven't mentioned how devilishly handsome he is, either. Well, he is, but you know, he's, 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 we don't want to talk about that, do we? Oh, yeah, if I was a woman, I'd be, uh, you know, trying to get him into his. No, I'm, DMs, I'm, I reckon. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's probably the case. Yeah. I have to Google this now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he has got good hair, actually. I'll give him that. He's, he's got good hair. Oh, that's the hair. That is, that is Mate, I'm sold on that hair. I'm sold on the hair already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his hair's worth 40 million on its own, isn't it? So, let alone the rest of it. So, uh, I think that's far too good. It's a very hair orientated edition, I reckon, isn't it? It is. It is. It's very sorry you know, about that. When you have got any, you appreciate it more on other people, you see. <laughs> yeah. Right, Rowan, 14 million yeah, for anyway, Pablo yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. Yeah. I think send a bag that's, you know, Worth playing in the Premier League is going to cost more than 40 million. And uh, a left footed centre back, uh, one that we don't have actually. I don't think that yeah. there's there's any other left footed centre back. So to find a replacement is going to be difficult. He's only yeah. two and a half games. I was I was hoping that he'd get a run in through the uh, through this this season and basically get get a couple of. You know, we'd know what he's like when the pressure is on. Uh, you know, the first pressure game that he played, he basically 
got injured in 20 minutes so uh, you know that's that's all we have to go by but uh, yeah 14 million seems to less for him and uh, yeah. it's it's he's definitely better than the three senior defenders that we have you know i could tell that with the two games so you know we'd keep him and sell those guys okay Oh, no. yeah, you know what? Oh, God. <laughs> we know what's coming here, don't we? Oh, I know. There's going to be a dust up here, isn't there? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Yes, it's the lawyer again. I know. <laughs> I know. No, 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 no. I know, I know. God, calm down. Okay. Yeah. He says, you haven't seen my hair. Hmm? I mean, as in his. <laughs> I was going to say, we haven't seen yours either, mate. He's finally, I ain't got none, that's why. He's, <laughs> he's finally had a haircut. He said he finally got booked in at the hairdressers. He's had uh, a Danny LaRue, he's, he's called it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a blast from the past. Okay, all right. right. Danny LaRue, bloody hell. What's right. <laughs> I know I'm showing the age there, isn't I? Um, That's cool, isn't it? Rowan, he said, fuck you. But then you're afterwards. The offer for Pablo Marie is £198 million. He's desperate now. He's desperate. Minus, minus £174 million. <laughs> I, I need to do quick math now. That's like twenty-four million pounds. Yeah, yeah. he's offered now. Okay, damn, they don't care. Twenty-four million. I mean, when you think he's only played two games in twenty minutes, that's probably not a bad deal, yeah. is it? Even yeah. though, even though he would be difficult to replace, being left-footed centre back, and what we've said, I don't know. Go by. Did ask, sorry, sorry. Did Rowan ask you, Richard? I mean, God, you know, you've got to <laughs> obey the rules here in this. In this, so this How much did we pay for? I'm him? joking. Didn't we pay fourteen million for him? No, yeah. isn't it eight? I think it was something like eight. Eight. Oh, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think it was that much, was it? It's no. twelve to thirteen. What it ended up being with the signing on. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. 20, 24 million. You know, uh, what's what's got me thinking more than 24 million is the fact that I say no to every deal that makes you that makes an outsider think that we've got a title-winning team when <laughs> we're languishing in 10. So, <laughs> but is that player Murray? You know, I'm, I, I, I wonder. So, you know, I what I would think is that we paid 8 for him, we get 24, that's 16, 16, and then you know, for 16... Can, and you got to buy a replacement. Can we buy a replacement for 16, a left, uh, left-footed uh, centre-back? You know, well, he's, he's the only left-sided centre-back in the world, I think. In <laughs> There's no more. There's no more. In he's, the most, he's the most attractive centre-back that you're ever going to get, isn't he? <laughs> With the best hair. You know, you know, he's got super hair. I'm, I'm going to do... Is I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the banker to fuck off and not take his offer. <laughs> <laughs> Never darken my door again. Well, I'm I'm switching my phone off. 
So it's a no deal for 24 million. Oh, right. <laughs> it's a tough one, that actually, in yeah. all seriousness. It is tough because you could make a massive profit, just a quick one with very little fuss. But like you said, who do we get? We do need more defenders. And who'd you get for that money? I, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I know, we're, I know we're projecting uh, his, how good he's going to be long term, but he does look like a really good player. Yeah. Do you know I, what I would do? You, I would you, whoever you buy is projecting as well, isn't it? Sorry, what I, you say, Stan? I would say I would use the money, take us all on a three-week all-inclusive holiday oh, to Sandals oh Beach God. Resort and promote Zach Medley. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be absolutely amazing. Do you know what? Yeah, let's I, do that. Yeah. I'll say we do that. Can we yeah. get a haircut as well, man? Can we, I really, really need one. We'll have to do it from Dahl Square to where Lads Holiday to Bellydorm or something and just get lashed uh, for a weekend. That'll be, uh, from uh, Dahl Square to Hair? Maybe that's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's good, yes. Very, very good. I like it. Uh, I'm going to change the name forthwith. Anyway, I do appreciate a good pun. <laughs> I do, yeah. You can't beat it, can you? Um, Daniel LaRue will be proud of that one. I must. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, well, I think we've had a, a really good go through that, actually. I, I, it's not... I don't think, you know, we're as far, quite as far off as people think about getting a good team that, you know, at least can provide some sort of resistance and challenge in the league. Don't, I mean... Yes, of course, we're far short, but I don't think it's quite as bad as we think. And I think going through this exercise, which has been really good fun, by the way, I've really enjoyed it. But yeah. I think it's shown that we're not that bad. You know, we're not quite as bad as we think. And uh, we're heading in the right direction. And the best thing is we're under the right gaffer, I think, now uh, with Arteta. I don't know what you think about that, but... That's, think... that's what I was going to say, actually, is about... Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh shit. Sorry, mate. <sighs> it's a long old night, isn't it? <laughs> mm. This banker must work for Barclays. <laughs> Barclays banker to me. They've all been, they've all been shut mm. in lockdown, haven't they? Haven't they? So he won't have made any money, will he? You're so depressed. What's Barclays banker? Mm. West Ham has scored the winner. Oh, that's a result. Who scored it? Do you know? Who has? Who scored the winner? It's just coming up, actually. West Ham. Yeah. Bloody hell. Your banker's on old, mate. Sorry, I wasn't ignoring <laughs> you, banker. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bloody hell, I know you're a busy man. Well, good point. That's a nice goal, okay. though. Yarmolenko. Yeah. He's left-footed as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very left-footed. They've, they've gone a bit mad on the old uh, bubble-making machine, haven't they? Okay, right. right, bye bye. Right. Rowan. Yes. He said, fuck you. <laughs> uh, actually, his exact words were, fuck you, right back. Um, <laughs> and he said, he will give Arsenal £50 million and Carlo Ancelotti. In exchange for Mikel Arteta, deal or no deal? <laughs> That's a good question, isn't it? 
you know mm. like ancelotti there's i i rated him as a manager generally but uh, you know there's a couple of things that in the past few years that have you know i've got a feeling banker ain't going to like this answer but carry on sorry <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's because he makes such uh, stupid suggestions you know that's that's the reason why he gets these answers right so now the thing is that this guy ancelotti went to bayern munich and he got sacked from there because he wasn't working the players hard enough that was their justification you don't want that sort of a guy at arsenal because arsenal the I next think Ozil would love that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ozil will love that and the fans will not love it the players the butlins emirates we should rename it the, the next the next game you'll see them gained 30 pounds each and and turn up on the pitch you know that's one and the second and the latest one is have you seen his interview latest interview which was yesterday i think where a young guy who's been or i don't know if he's a luke so guy, you, luke. been at the club for 11 years and he left yeah. yesterday the journalists asked him what do you think about this guy and him luke. leaving and he didn't know anything about him who are you talking about luke, like luke garbutt his name is exactly luke garbutt me not knowing is fine, but Ancelotti not knowing is not fine. And I don't want that sort of a manager. You know, I want a manager who is in control of the club, thinks about the longer term, thinks about the whole club. Because if our manager is not thinking about that, then we'll go to shit. Because, you know, the people above them are, are just not capable enough. So, I think I think Stan Kroenke would love that situation where he could come in in the middle of the night while everyone's sleeping, sell a player, and in the morning the manager's not realised. Mm. Love some of that, I think. <laughs> so, given given that, you know, he's probably sold Mesut Ozil. That's why we've not seen him. Makes total sense now. He's injured, apparently. Yeah, he's but not. I'd like to hear from, from everyone else. Do they do they think uh, anything else? I mean, and and also, I think that Mikel Arteta is like sort of the future for him. I I wasn't too excited about him joining Arsenal as well because he didn't really have first team managerial experience but i've been impressed fairly impressed by what i've seen you know i think we've improved i think he says the right things i want to see in game week one what he actually does that's when i judge him hmm. um yeah i i agree with you i i think that um like obviously we've been we, we i mean year dot i suppose year zero if you like was 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 when Arteta joined and obviously he hasn't had much of a chance to uh, to kind of spread his footballing philosophy, if you like. But it's really, really clear from within the club that the players are all absolutely bought into his footballing philosophy and the way that he wants to run the team. And, um, you know, I... There's absolutely no point in, in, you know, it's a massive sea change. There's no point in getting rid of him now because that I, I really think that, you know, we have an awful, I mean, we've got a long way to go for sure, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. I've, I've just had this feeling it's going to be one hell of a ride, you mm. know? No, I've got the excitement back. That's the main thing. I just, mm. uh, I, I don't think we, he, he's going to do it within one more season. 
Uh, I think no. he need he would need at least a couple of seasons, Rowan. But I would happy, I'd very happily stick with him. And I, like you just said, I couldn't put it better, chap. Because I'm just looking forward to to the ride going forward. To be honest, and seeing players develop and and how things are going to progress. So I think it's very really exciting. It's the first time I've been excited, properly excited about the future on uh, for Arsenal for for quite a few years. If I'm honest. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely definitely wouldn't uh, wouldn't deal for that. I I I have a question. Do you like we've done a keep or sell? You know, how many players away are we from breaking into the top three and then challenging? I don't, I don't think it's too much. It, it's a lot of it is down to the coaching as well, and I think with a, a, the the rest of the season, a, a pre-season and. If we can get a, a defender to go alongside Saliba, a a Thomas Party type midfielder, you know, a, a good strong defensive guy, but also who's uh, very capable of going box to box, and depending on whether we keep our Bamiyang, I think then we would just need someone to go alongside a Mesut Ozil replacement to bring, help bring through and give. Emil Smith throw a bit more time, so an attacking midfielder as well. I think if we get those three players, then we are quite comfortably sort of top four challenges. I'm not saying we're going to win the league with three players, but we could be a much much more competitive under a, a better coach. In my opinion, I think so. Obviously, if Abamian goes, we'd need a and and Lacazette, then we'd need a forward as well, but. Realistically, I think that will give us a really strong spine. Then, if you include Leno, include Abamyang, and then if we get uh, someone to go alongside Saliba with a bit more experience and, uh, as I say, uh, another strong midfielder, I think we'd be we wouldn't be too far off then with with sort of uh, packing out the rest of the the squad, getting rid of a lot of the deadwood and the negativity that's gone on for the last few years. Get rid of Özil, for example. Get rid of Socrates. Get rid of. Um, Mustafi, get rid of Louise. If well, I know we're going to get rid of Louise now, but we, we want to get rid of these these people that have been around for far too long, making mistakes and thinking it's all right to do so with no consequences. That's the main thing. So I think we could. I think we get that that positivity back under Arteta, and that's going to go a long way. With, uh, with you know, three more signings. I don't know what you guys think on that. I would say three players we need. Realistically, yeah. to to be considered a serious top four team again, you know, yeah. a, a central defender, big, powerful, strong central defender, uh, a good defensive midfielder to sit in front and protect them, and a midfield player who's going to score goals because that's the other thing that we're lacking, aren't we? And I think if we got yeah. those three players in over this summer, then I see no reason why we can't actually put ourselves in a position to challenge for the top four. Um, next season and, and get in the top four and then once we've done that then we can then maybe add another three players after that to then go to the next level to actually challenge for the title mm. hopefully the young players have had a couple more years experience yeah. as well they're going to develop aren't they that's the answer one as well I think that's um, we're a little bit more than three players because I think we could do with a bit of depth as well you know if you're going to go through a whole season and all of the competitions we need we need some good depth players as well but Mikel Arteta came to us um, and it was identified that one of his key attributes is to be able to improve players you know we heard a lot from his time at Manchester City that you know he was involved 
in bringing on um, uh, Sterling's game and Sane's, Sane's game. So I'm interested to see if any of the players that we have, that whether they show you know, improvement under Mikel Arteta and he makes some of the players that we've got better. So maybe we don't have to get rid of as many as I currently think that we do. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I agree. I agree, Stan. I think it's um, not people. It's, I mean, I think the overreaction of the first two games after the restart was quite unbelievable, even for Arsenal fans on Twitter. I think the meltdown was horrendous. And, you know, it was the end of the world as we know it. And they didn't feel fine. Let's put it that way. So um, <laughs> it, it was a nightmare, wasn't it? But I think it's uh, far less um, of an emergency than, than some people think. But I, I agree, Richie. I think, it's, like I say, three would be make us a lot more competitive. Not challenges, but competitive. Yeah. And I, I keep going back to it. And I, I can say two years ago, Liverpool were 25 points behind City. The season after, they were only one point behind City. This season, <coughs> they've won it. I'm not saying we're going to go to exactly the same pattern, but it wasn't a huge amount of of, of uh, squad turnover that took that for Liverpool. It was a quality coach. You know, they made the two massive yeah. signings in, um, Virgil van Dijk and uh, Alisson, and that, coupled with what Klopp had been doing over the previous three seasons, was the difference, wasn't it? And um, so I don't think it takes a huge amount of squad turnover to actually reach your goals sometimes. Um, so I think with the well, quality, I think... I've, got, I've got a lot of so much faith in Arteta that I don't think it's going to be uh, uh, 10 years down the line, but we're going to make a, a, a challenge. Sorry, Richard, what did you say? I was going to say, I think we need to all bear in mind as well that, you know, most great teams only really have maybe three decent seasons in them before they start to have to be rebuilt and decline. Liverpool have now had two great seasons. They've maybe got one more left with the current team before they have to start rebuilding. Man City are the same, that they've declined this season already. And so there's actually an opportunity in the next couple of years, I think, for one of the other big clubs, yeah. whether it's like Man United, Chelsea, to really make a challenge and actually win the league. And I don't think it's impossible for us to say we can't win the league within the next two or three years because I think there's an opportunity there. We have got the right coach, I agree. If we get the right players in, in the right areas of the pitch to improve what we've got, the young players improve a couple more years' experience, I don't see any reason why we can't be that team that can you know, no. take advantage of the fact that maybe some of the other teams are going to slightly de decline in the next couple of years. Um, no, I and agree. I think we've got a good opportunity now and we need to be positive about that and stick with it with the players. We're going to have some bad games. We're going to lose a few games in the next year or so. Of course we are. But it's a process, isn't it? And we're on the right track. And I think there's an opportunity going to open up now. And we just need to make sure we, we do the right business now. We've, we've made some mistakes, haven't we, in the transfer business. Our recruitment's been terrible. Mm. And if we can put that right, if Arteta gets the players he wants, and if we can get them in the right positions, I say, over the next two years, it's not going to happen overnight because it's, it's going to be a process. We've got, an, we've got a great opportunity now. And I mean, you you said before about being excited. I, I, I've never really felt for a long time that we've had a chance to win much, really, other than the odd FA Cup. But I do feel that now the next couple of years are going to be massive for this club, and we've got a yeah. great opportunity to put ourselves back and mark it down and actually become. I don't see any reason why we can't become like what Liverpool are now in, in the next two or three years. I really don't see I don't why either. 
I don't see they haven't got not. world stars throughout their team. They've got very, very good quality players. Don't get me wrong. And they've got but a good system it, that works. It's the sum of the parts, isn't it? It's the sum of the yeah. parts. Look at like, uh, you wouldn't have said three or four years ago, you wouldn't have said um, that uh, Vinealdum, for example, would be in exactly, a title yeah. would be in a title winning team, would you? You no, know, or, or what's Henderson. his face? Um, Henderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's well. very. There's so many similarities to the night to when George Graham took over Arsenal. We were 14th in 1985, and by 88, 89, we won the league. 14th yeah. we were. We were shit, and we were not. We're not that bad now. And um, I think, if anything, you know, got even any. George Graham is a miracle worker. He's fantastic, but he cleared out all the big name stars. Went with a lot of the youth. And uh, yeah, we stuck by him as a fan base, even though we weren't happy when he when he got the job. We wanted Terry Venables when he got the job. Yeah, but he, he turned it around within four years, and uh, I don't see any reason why. Well, three years actually it was. I don't yeah. see any reason why we can't. So um, yeah, I think it's a lot to be. It'll be interesting to. to see actually because you know one Liverpool team is 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 not the youngest team right like so they're gonna have to rebuild and if city get the two-year champions league ban then Baker, oh, that was you. really interesting sorry right. just going sorry. Say again, Ryan. sorry <laughs> so, so if man city uh man city get the two-year ban then it's gonna be interesting who they get this summer yeah. next summer in the, mm. they're not not a great team right now because they're lacking in defense, they're lacking in midfield, they're selling Sane now. So, you know, given all of this, it might be an opportunity. It wasn't too many years ago when we lost out on the Champions League uh, fourth place by one point to Liverpool. And now oh, no. 50 points ahead of us or something. Hmm. Bear with me one second. We're going to say goodbye um, to you, Chappers, I believe. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, no, uh, really, really. Thanks for having us on again, Andrew. It's always a really pleasure. Enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. It's been lo lovely uh, just uh, yeah, shooting the shit with you guys again this evening. Uh, so hopefully we can do it again fairly soon. Take Definitely. care, guys. Chappers and uh, get Chappers on Twitter, which is at Captain, Captain Chapman, I believe. Captain, is that right? Captain Chapman. Captain Chapman. Chapman. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> See you soon. Arr. See you soon. See you later. Pleasure. Bye. Take care, guys. <laughs> Yeah, um, just touching on what Rohan said there as well. But this is a Man City squad that is aging now. Let's be honest, let's not beat Van Bosch, they're an aging squad, so they've got to rebuild. And if, as he said, to get the, the um, Champions League ban, either, even if it's reduced by a year or whatever, is, you're, then you're, trying to, you're trying to just throw money at this situation then. Which, will they be able to do that in the current climate, knowing what they're just being charged for? And we're the big players. Want, and it, you see how limp they were this season, defending their title, and how made, how easy they made it for Liverpool. With all due respect, even though Liverpool are a great team, and Liverpool up next year or two, they could be the same process. But I think Liverpool in a far stronger position to Man City. And as you've all, you guys have all said, we've now got that this two-year buffer where we've got to capitalise on that and get mm. ourselves get to that level and start competing. I think it's I think, perfect uh, for us because no, there's no pressure on us at all. No, I, don't, I think we're the, the massive underdogs. We always are with the media. They hate us. And, you know, mm. I think that Liverpool... George Graham said that as well. 
Yeah, I think Liverpool, uh, it's going to be a test for them next season, to be honest, because it's it's always tough to defend your title. It's not been done mm. huge amount of times throughout history, has it? And um, it's no. just mentally tough because of, for the players because they've, they've achieved so much lately over the last couple of years. But they're still going to be mm. strong, don't get me wrong. But I, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised to see the last of... Um, Pep Guardiola, uh, if they if their ban is upheld, I wouldn't be shocked to see if he goes. Uh, if he goes, to be honest, yeah, I think he'll be off because he wants to win the Champions League, doesn't he? With Man City, and if he can't yeah. get the opportunity, I think he'll be off. Yeah, I've always yeah. felt that a lot of our fans, you know, they talk about Arsenal that you know, as almost like we're Oliver with the begging bowl, going up yeah. to try and get one more little of porridge. I've never really seen it that way. I think that. We've always had money. If we've never, we've never sort of been in mm. at the begging bowl. But the big comparison and the big difference to Liverpool is that I've always felt that we've not not spent our money as best as we could, you know. And mm. I always go back to the 70, 75 million for Xhaka uh, and Mustafi, you know, when we bought them in for that amount. I'm mm. sure that money could have been spent a lot better. So for going, mm. so going forward, is how we spend that money if we're going to spend it wisely. And more importantly, for the positions that we need, you know, everybody can yeah. see what the positions are. You know, if the transfer window closes and we bought two wingers, <laughs> I'm not going to be. Oh, you know, going to be happy. We know what we need to do. We need yeah, to go I'll after the guy from uh, from Norwich, so Stuart Weber. Uh, is a really, really good guy, mm. and um, again, I can't remember the. Guys, there's a the recruitment guy from Leicester City, and I can't remember his name's gone out of my head. Uh, what oh, a job no, he's done. Have you seen our physio, though? Sorry, have you seen our new physio? Have you oh, seen our new lad? Isn't he? Jesus, oh, yeah, 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 he makes a class that looks tiny. He looks like a mountain out of Game of Thrones, yeah, he does. Even things like that, if, if it helps improve the. Players in terms of recovery of injuries or prevent of injuries, so be it. And it, them little things as well that we need. Not, of course, we need players like put the Thomas Partey's good phrase, uh, Mark Mark Aaron's Max Aaron, sorry. Um, but it's a little thing behind the scenes as well that we've we've neglected for the last fifteen or so years. That we've never yeah. fixed. There's been issues there. We've never really fixed it. So we do that yeah. as well. Things will improve on the pitch. Touchwood. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, get rid of Raúl. Slash his throat. Slash his throat. Leave him. You know, feed him to the fishes, and then we bring in Stuart Webber. Uh, I think mm. that'd be quite a good result. Make sure you destroy his black book. Mm. Say that again, Tony. Said, make sure you destroy his black book while you're at it. <laughs> Little black book. Definitely. Yeah. All his mates. Yeah. I think you. I think there's even talk about David O'Leary being brought into the fold within the board side of it. Well, he, he put an really? Really? He, he blocked it. He blocked it. Raoul blocked it. Raoul blocked it in the end. Yeah. 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 That, that was spoken about why. a few seasons ago or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It was last summer, I think. Yeah, last yeah, summer. Up to this summer. Yeah. That's gone. That's why I, I didn't hear nothing new, so I assumed it was all ongoing behind the no, scenes. No. But yeah. And again, though, David O'Leary, the way he spent that money up at Leeds, cool, blimey. Jesus. That's Leeds, that's... He went through something pretty quick, didn't he? David O'Leary, though, don't you think he looks like he's out of League of Gentlemen? <laughs> yeah, you know, this, is, this is a local club for local people. 
<laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't be signing any foreigners, would we? Any, anyway, oh, uh, we have called they, it a day there. They lads. should care up, though. <laughs> been up to two hours again. It's unbelievable. But you know, why stop when you're having fun? Eh? It's been a good laugh again. Exactly. I really, uh, really appreciate all of you guys coming on. It's been brilliant. Uh, hopefully, we'll get together again soon. Uh, when's no, that? Yeah, <laughs> is it Saturday or Sunday we're playing? Saturday, Saturday half five, five thirty kickoff. That's not half five, not six o'clock kickoff, but it's half five when it comes on the TV. Is it half five kickoff or not? No, it's six o'clock. I think six. I double check. Bear with oh. me. Is, uh, six, if anyone fancies a watch along, do you want to do a watch along on this channel this time or everyone has anyone up for it? Yeah, five thirty kickoff. Sorry. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was five thirty kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll touch base then later in the uh, in the week if uh, if you fancy getting the uh, watch along together. Sort of like yeah, that could be good. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Sound well. Have a good evening, guys, and uh, thanks again for coming on, Stan, Tony, Ryan, Richard, yeah. and Rowan. It's been fantastic. So, if anyone can give us a like, that'd be great. Um, the audio version of the podcast will come out again soon, so give us a like on that as well. That'd be fantastic. And subscribe if you haven't already. I look forward to seeing you all again soon next week. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Take it easy. Thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We really need your help to spread the word about From Dar Square to Wear. So if you haven't done so already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the From Dar Square to Wear YouTube channel and hit the notification button so you never miss a live show. And finally, please tune in to the live shows. Don't forget, you can get the chance every week to be the star alongside Andrew and his great guests just for being the most entertaining viewer on the night. Thanks again and see you on the next episode. Bye!